0: Welcome to the Lesbian Review Podcast. I'm Sheena and I'm joined today by R.G. Emanuel, author and publisher at Dirt Roads Books. And R.G. also has a food qualification and a, a English qualification, right?
1: Cooking qualification, yes, in the sense that
0: I, I am a trained chef.
1: I'm not sure what you mean by English qualification.
0: You've got a degree or something in English, in literature?
1: Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yes, Yes, I did. Writing in literature,
0: yes. Okay, so I was stalking you online, obviously, but I have a really terrible memory, so I couldn't remember. (laughs) (laughs) Which makes for an interesting pairing, because it means that you'll tend to do things like write recipes for the Dirt Roads books newsletter, which is pretty cool. Yes. Okay, but let's take a couple of steps backwards first, and let's talk about your latest novel, The Potion. For those that have not read it, you should, because it's very beautifully written. Oh,
1: thank you. Um, Well, so it's about a woman scientist named Vera Kennedy. It takes place in Victorian uh, Boston, and she is working on a potion that she believes will change life for women. We don't know what that is until the end, so I won't say what that is. Um, but she is, her singular focus in life is finishing this potion. A woman comes to her named Georgette Harris seeking help. Uh, she's destitute. Her husband, both of them are widows and Georgette has been left destitute. Uh, she's got all of these deaths that her husband left behind. He was also a scientist and she believes based on information that she has received from a pharmaceuticals company or a medicinals company, that they the two husbands may have worked together. And she feels that if Vera helps her locate some missing information, she can sell it to the medicinals company and her money problems will be over. Vera has no time for it and she's not really trustful of Georgette. So she at first declines But Georgette keeps coming to her, and Vera starts to slowly engage with her and help her. And together, they start looking for this information, and they uncover all sorts of secrets that their husbands, uh, things that their husbands were involved in. And they realize that other men were involved, and they were all devious, and they all did uh, unscrupulous things. And in the end, they have to find a way to uncover this this mysterious thing that they were working on. And maybe, maybe they find a way to come together.
0: Maybe. Well, from quite early on, there's this attraction between them. Mm-hmm. So there is that. I mean, it's... Yeah. There's definitely some heat there. Yes, a little. <laughs> but I wouldn't call this a romance. I'd definitely call this more of like a mystery.
1: Yeah, it's it's kind of a gothic intrigue with romance. Yeah. I wouldn't categorize it as a romance either. It's more of a mystery.
0: Yes. But gothic is actually an excellent term for it because it is it does have a dark feel to it. Which I really appreciated because you don't really find a lot of dark feeling books in lesbian fiction and so it excited me. Oh good. Yay. So what are you working on at the moment then? What exciting things can we expect from you? Well, I
1: am, oh, this is going to shock you.
0: <laughs> I'm working on,
1: I'm working on a cooking school series. Uh, it's going to be characters who are based in this cooking school that I actually first created in a novella that I wrote called Add Spice to Taste. And the first book in the series is going to be sort of a, a prequel to that and how it will show how the cooking school came to be. And then subsequent books will be about different characters in the school and their various you know, situations and problems.
0: Okay. I kind of love that. That's brilliant. So when, <laughs> when can we expect that? Like next month?
1: Oh no. <laughs> uh, I wish, I wish I could
0: say next month.
1: Uh, I'm actually still working on the first book. I'm actually hoping to finish the manuscript
0: by the end of the year.
1: So I'm thinking sometime next year
0: oh, for the first book. That's very sad. You'll just have to keep us entertained <laughs> with other things in the meantime, like recipes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, that's for
1: sure. That, that will continue each month. Uh, we're also working on a little something special for our newsletter subscribers in that thing uh we're yeah we're gonna have something a little nice to give our subscribers um mm-hmm. and and um what else oh and i also have not food related but i also have a short story coming out in Sac- Sac- Greens anthology best lesbian erotica which will be out in December. Okay. So that's what I have coming up.
0: Nice. Why short stories? You've got a a bunch of them.
1: Yes, I have a bunch of them in different anthologies. I I like short stories. I like writing them. They're I won't say that they're quick to write because they're not. <laughs> not for me anyway. But I like I like writing something that is uh, encapsulated in, you know, 5,000 or 10,000 words.
0: That's not easy to do, though. No, it isn't. I've never, ever been able to write a short story. I think it's just too much for my brain.
1: Yeah, it's. you really have to focus (laughs) because you have a very limited number of words to work with. And everything in a short story has to matter. I mean, everything in, in a novel has to matter as well. But really, in a short story, every word has to count. Everything has to have a reason for being there. So, And you have to be ruthless when it comes to editing yourself and what you add and what you take out.
0: Absolutely. Okay, so let's talk about Dirt Road Books for a second. It's a cooperative, which is this whole new thing for the lesbian sector. So explain to us what does that mean and where do you fit into that?
1: So as a cooperative, we, we're all owners. Six of us are owners and we all have a say in what goes on. As opposed to the typical publishing house, lesbian house, where there's one or maybe two owners. Um, They make all the executive decisions. So we all contribute, we all participate in the conversations. And that's not to say that all six of us uh, are involved in every single decision that's made, because otherwise nothing would ever get done if that were the case. But we all do talk about many of the major issues that we have to deal with. And that way, You know, six people putting in their opinions can be a challenge, but it's also good because you get six different opinions and you get six different viewpoints and you come up with the best solution, and it works. And we all write, we all edit, and then we all have our own individual uh, particular things that we're responsible for or that we're good at that we have uh, experience in so in my case I do the typesetting because I did that in my professional life for a number of years and I enjoy doing it so I do that for dirt road um I also what else do I do I don't know
0: (laughs) (laughs) so typesetting that's that's laying out the book so you put The the headings in certain fonts, you make sure the text is either left aligned or right aligned and all that sort of stuff.
1: Right, right. So when you get a print book and you open it up, somebody has to do that. Somebody has to put everything in place and choose the fonts and lay it all out. So that's what I do.
0: And how long does it take you typically to do a novel? It depends. um, Obviously, it
1: depends on the page count. Anywhere from, it can take a week to two weeks, but only because I don't do it all day long. You know, I have full-time jobs, so I do it in the evenings, I do it on the weekends. So altogether, it might take me a week or more, depending on the page count. For somebody who does it full-time,
0: you know, it might take a lot less. Fair enough. You have qualifications in both English literature and food. How do they pair together in your life?
1: Well, uh, I really just enjoy writing about food because food is very sensual. There's a lot that you can do with it. We have five senses, right? Taste, touch, smell, uh, hearing, and... Sight. Sight, thank you. And so that... (laughs) That gives you a lot to work with, and I I enjoy it. I mean, I started working, I started writing about food in the nonfiction sector, which I still do. So I am a food writer in that in the actual sense of food writer, and I've done different things. I've done restaurant reviews, and I've done product reviews, and I've written about uh, uh, actual dishes and things like that. I've written recipes. And then I started to incorporate that into my fiction. And I found that I really enjoy doing that. So I continued. And it's
0: my favorite thing to do, actually. So let's talk about what goes into good food-focused writing then. So if somebody wants to really creates an amazing food experience in a novel. Let's talk about that.
1: Okay. So, as I said, there are five senses, right? So incorporate all the senses into your writing to create a very uh, sensual piece of writing. You know, you don't want to just say, oh, this dish looks amazing. Well, why does it look amazing? What about it? appeals to your sense of sight is it glistening is it does it look soft and fluffy does it look you know, how does it look what is it about the aroma that appeals to you what does it smell like does it trigger aroma is one of the strongest memory triggers we have and so when you're smelling something does it trigger a memory does it does the smell of baking cookies remind you of your grandma for example yeah. does it remind you of christmas spending christmas week at, at nana's you know there are all sorts of things you can do with it what does the what does the food taste like what does it feel like in your mouth what does it feel like in your hands you can incorporate all of these things and if the more specific you are with it, the more you create a visual in the reader's mind, and you make it real for the person, and you make the the reader feel like they are actually there, smelling the food, tasting the food, touching the food. Then you have five chances, really, of bringing in the reader with those five senses, and the more you do with it, the more. Vivid, we make those senses the better it is for the reader, and it's fun because everyone loves food, right? Who doesn't? Who doesn't like food? So people can relate to it, and they will relate to it because I don't know anyone who doesn't love to eat. I mean, okay, wait a minute. I have met a couple of people in my life who are just kind of like, yeah, I just eat to live, and you know, but that's the rare person, I think. You know, human beings. different from other animals and that we really take sensual pleasure in eating. So you do that for the reader. I think you've got the most.
0: I agree with you. I think think some of my favorite books uh, revolve around food. Callmaker, for example, will very often add some kind of food element into her writing that just is beautiful. Whether it be chocolate brownies that, you know, somebody Bakes in anger, as in her latest book, or chocolate, uh, melted chocolate in a very luxurious way. <laughs> yeah. Yes,
1: chocolate can be luxurious, yes.
0: <laughs> well, let's face it, you know, we're women. Chocolate is like our thing. <laughs> yes,
1: oddly, I was never into chocolate most of my life, and then all of a sudden, a couple of years ago, became a thing for me and now I have to have chocolate every day (laughs) a piece of chocolate every day it's insane
0: yeah chocolate is just it's I love chocolate anyway okay (laughs) (laughs) yes that says it all right there all right so you're into food so you have some fun food facts stored away in your brain um for example you were telling me about uh, asparagus so how about you tell us Tell us about asparagus. Asparagus.
1: Well, a long time ago, asparagus was considered inappropriate for women to consume because of the shape of asparagus. Particularly white asparagus. If you look at white asparagus, it's quite phallic. And it simply wasn't appropriate for women to eat them in public. And Uh, Catherine de' Medici decided, you know, the hell with you all. I like asparagus. I'm going to eat it. And she caused a big scandal by eating it in front of other people. But that made it okay for other women to
0: start eating it. So did men go around eating asparagus? Was this fun? I guess so.
1: (laughs) I guess it wasn't
0: considered, you know, gay or anything. No, there you have it, right? But isn't that just a perfect metaphor for just everything? <laughs> I I know it's kind of absurd.
1: There were many things that was considered uh, were considered inappropriate for women to eat just because of the, the shape or the color or the whatever, right? It's so
0: absurd. That's okay. Just bring us chocolates. <laughs> <laughs> right. All I need is chocolate. <laughs> The darker, the better. Okay, so let's circle back around to Dirt Road Books. Tell me what exciting things are coming up there that listeners should be waiting for. We have, we're beginning to
1: sign on additional authors. I'm not at liberty to say yet who they are, but we have some really good books in the works. We have some good authors coming on board. Uh, in addition to our own books, as I said earlier, I'm working on a new series. Uh, Andy Marquette is going to be releasing the second revised edition of the second in her sci-fi series. Um, Joe Bell is going to be re-releasing... And, well, we're releasing the first in the Archer Securities series, and then we're releasing the second book in that series, as well as Rise and Shine, which is a zombie book.
0: I'm looking forward to that one. She sent me a book clip, uh, so she did a reading, but she doesn't want me to release it yet. So I've heard a small snippet of that, and I'm very excited about that. But I, I, I'm a big fan of zombie books, so bring it on. Yes. Yeah, and
1: she's great. So, Bill McKnight is going to be releasing the next book in her Garul series. And that's a very popular series. A lot of people like the Garul series, and rightly so. It's a really fun series. And plus, she's going to be releasing uh, Queen of the Glens soon. Michelle Teichman is working on a couple of things. Lydh is working on a couple of things. So we have a lot of stuff coming up later this year. Actually, we have a few things coming out really toward the end of the year, November and December. But we also are going to be releasing, starting next year, some outside authors, And we're all really excited about that.
0: Being a cooperative, how do you guys decide who you're going to sign and who you're not going to sign?
1: Well, we have... Discussions about it. We, we get, we meet and we talk about who is interested in joining us, who has approached us, and we discuss whether or not this person's writing will fit in with what we're aiming for. You know, there, there are numerous factors that we discuss and we all decide as a group whether or not to take this particular author on. And so far, uh, I think I think we've
0: all been in total agreement with with everyone we're signing currently. Nice. I look forward to it. You have mentioned some of my favorite authors. Um, the second book in the Garul series is actually our book club read for July. Southpaw. The original second book, so Amber Eye. Oh oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, I haven't read Southpaw. I would love to read Southpaw. Not ready yet, but absolutely. It's pretty much chocolate and lesbian fiction for me. Uh, like, when I get either of those, <laughs> in fact, if I get both of those together, the heavens open up and angels sing at me. It's one of those moments.
1: <laughs> I get it. I get it. Yeah, that's that's an awesome combination, chocolate and lesbian. Oh my god, that would be a great story title, wouldn't it? Chocolate and lesbian. I'd read
0: that. I would totally read that. Actually, that would also make a good podcast. Chocolate Okay, I'd listen to that too, so. so. <laughs> <laughs> right,
1: you talk about, kind of like a book club with chocolate. Talk about a book and you have chocolate together.
0: Book and chocolate pairings. Oh my god, that's awesome. Book and chocolate pairings. <laughs> I love it. That is an awesome idea. <laughs> All right. Um, so if anybody is interested in pairing up chocolate <laughs> and books, you, you need to come talk to me because <laughs> <you, laughs> I just think it's fab. Okay, RG, thank you so much for joining me today. Now, where can people find you online? You can go to my personal
1: website, www.rgemmanuel.com. And you can also find me at Durt Books, www.durtroatbooks.com. I'm on Twitter as R.G. Emanuel. I'm on Facebook as
0: R.G. Emanuel. Fantastic. And if people have not read any of your stuff before, what should they start with?
1: Probably either The Potion or
0: at Spice to
1: Taste, which is a novella available on Amazon. Okay.
0: What's that about?
1: That is about... a a cooking instructor in a cooking school and she's been alone for a while she had a terrible breakup and she meets a student who's interested in her but she's kind of not sure if she can be in a relationship because she feels like she screwed up in in her previous one but this person pursues her and in the process of this growing romance she teaches a Moroccan cooking class. And so I engage the reader in the actual classes. You see what they're cooking. You see what they're doing. Um, I, I also add recipes for what I, at the end of each day, it's separated in days, five days for the cooking class, and then uh, more after that. And for each day of the cooking class, there's a recipe at the end of that section. Uh, based on something that they cook that day, and so it's part food adventure
0: <laughs> and part romance for this cooking instructor. And this is the same cooking school that you're writing the series about, right? Yes, fantastic. Yes.
1: The first book is the first book is going to be a prequel to that.
0: Okay, so it's going to be the first book that you write and then that's going to come after that and then you're going to continue with other Right, Nice. I'm Sheena. I've been joined today by RG Manuel. You're listening to Lesbian Review Podcast. Come and join our Facebook group, the Lesbian Talk Show chat group. Bye.